Five. Four. Three. Two. One. What are you doing? My lips are dry. Oh. Guys, Monday night for us, today is Tuesday for you. The day is. So, how you guys doing? They're really good. How do you know? Because they're here, and if they're here, it's because they have hope, and if they're here, it's because they have Jesus, or they have hope one way or another. So that's how they know. That's how okay, I know that okay, they're good. Okay, okay. I get it. I get it! Yeah. So, um... We rested today. Yeah. That's a good thing, guys. Yeah, because we're going to be headed out really early yeah. today, today for you guys. We'll, we'll already be, by the time a lot of you guys get up, um, we'll probably be already on the road. Yeah, we want to be on the road at 6, California time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. You know, we're, um, we have the Celebration of Life to do for Sister Deanna on Wednesday, you know, and, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is, guys. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a sad time. At the same time, you know, when somebody passes in Christ, there's hope because Christ is hope. Amen. You know, so... And also, you know, just to go and and pray with the family, pray with her sons, mm -hmm. you know, her husband. Absolutely. You know, her daughter. We haven't met her daughter. We never met her daughter, mm -hmm. but we will, you know, and that's going to be a blessing, you know, because, man, amazing family. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. But, you know, um, I know there's been... Um, some families that have been in our hearts as well that um have been hit with you know this this new variant of covid and covid as well yeah and it's been weighing so heavy on us because there's been you know very close families to us that have been that have been hit very hard yeah. and not just one or two people guys there's like full, full families yeah that have been hit and we just want to um that you all know, because I know some families do watch us and stuff, and we just want to let you know that you guys are all in our prayer, um, because we know what that's like. We know how hard it can be um, to, you know, be, you know, with COVID and have to take care of your family, yeah. um, because it's not easy. It really, really is not easy when it, you know it, it hits one person and then it hits the next person in your family and then the children and everybody um, gets affected within the family and not just that but it affects the you know the income it begins to affect your your job um and there's so many hoops and when you when you think about that you don't see the domino effect that takes place that um you know, you gotta try to go apply for disability. You gotta, you gotta figure out if you're gonna try to get unemployment. You, your bills begin to back up. You know, and you gotta try to somehow get groceries, and you gotta, you know, get the things that you need, um, like medications and vitamins, and 
things just yeah it's just so many things guys it's not just uh just not oh well we're just dealing with COVID and that's it there's so it's so much it's like more a domino effect because because the fact that you have COVID how do you take care of your bills if you don't have a bank account for instance you know if you don't have a bank account how do you go by and get a money order yeah. How do you how do you pay your bills that you're not you know that you're used to going somewhere to go buy the money order to do all that, and then how do you tell your landlord hey, and then you have somebody who's not understanding? It, there's just so much to it, guys. Yeah. It really, really is. Or to somebody who lives paycheck to paycheck, you know, and and it's hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it hits families that don't don't even have the ability and the capability to be even able to do that you know because medication is expensive vitamins are expensive the everyday of doing this is expensive it's hard it is so hard and we know that because we were there yeah yeah and these are moments where we need to you know reach out to the families that do have um you know, that are going through these moments, that are going through the tough moments. And even if it means, you know, for a meal for the day or something that you can Instacart somebody, something, you know, um, or just, you know, go drop something off at their doorstep um, and just say, hey, we're thinking about you, you know, and you don't have to tell the whole world about what you do. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it and, and just make it happen. You know, because it's so needed, guys. You know, right now, um, we were driving down the street today and we're starting to see new things set up, like, you know, test centers and this and that, that we haven't seen set up. For a while. And, and for, for a long time, guys. And we're just starting to, to see things all over again. And yeah. I'm just like, man, when just when we thought things were starting to get better. Yeah, what I want to say is, we understand there's people from many states that watch this video. Yeah. And I get it, man. I get it. Uh, maybe in your state, you're not seeing none of this. So you're just like, oh, here they come again, and this and that. Let me tell you something. Um, let's imagine a tsunami that that was big. In, I mean, it would never happen. If it, was, if it would happen, it would be the end of the world. But let's say a tsunami that was big and high enough to reach Denver from California. So imagine this tsunami hits and completely drowns San Francisco and Los Angeles. And so you got people in Denver preparing themselves. And you're just like, I don't see nothing. Everything looks normal. You know why? Because the wave hasn't hit yet. And, And then, you know, maybe you have some people there saying, well, I got cousins in California, man, and they're completely, you know, flooded and this and that. And then, you know, the people that don't have relatives over here, they'd be like, man, you're making things up. There ain't no flood coming. There ain't this and that. So I get it. I don't know what it's like in your state, but we're not, we don't watch the news. I don't know what the news is saying. Yeah, I don't know either. So I don't know if the left or the right is saying this, saying that. We're just telling you what is happening to immediate people that we know. Yeah, you know, so we're just saying that because usually when a wave hits, it keeps going, guys. So, you know, we had uh, a brother tell us because he's a manager at a huge nationwide department store. 
And he was like, hey, brother, he goes, I'm just letting you know, man, just get ready just in case because I had two managers die last week. You know, so, but besides that, just the people that we know, I mean, one of our loved ones was in the ER today by ambulance because of COVID. Uh, another one's whole families. And, you know, here's the thing, man, is, is it, it's easy to be like, oh, just, uh, just take vitamin C, just take vitamin D, just take, uh, what's the other one? Zinc. Take zinc. Get some Theraflu. Get some Mucinex. That stuff ain't cheap, man. You know, so if you see somebody or hear somebody that you know, go to the store and get it. Don't even ask them. Just get it and buy it because, you know, the other day we got some basic stuff. Just basic stuff. Yeah, basic. Basic vitamins, mucinex, Theraflu, uh, things that we know that we needed when we had COVID. Um, it was not cheap. And then when I went there and, and saw the, the humble house, I'm like, there's no way they could have got this stuff. There's no way because it, it wasn't family, cheap. It's, it was a whole family yeah. that, that had COVID. And I, and I don't even think that that was going to even be enough. Yeah. I, I, I don't. And I was like, we're going to need to go back and take more, you know, when we come back from this trip, because I, I know it's it's like, how do you how do you take just a little for a huge family? Mm -hmm. Because, man, for us, it was four, four of us here, mm -hmm. you know, and guys, um, you know, when you have a whole family, it's really, really hard. Them food, what was it? Twelve packets? Or something or like, like yeah, that. Yeah, twelve dollars, and then you have Mucinex for almost twenty dollars. Yeah. You know, it's, it's and it's like it just added up, guys. It's and ridiculous, guys. You know, and I'm like, I feel like prices went up. You know, and yeah. Everything. Well, they probably did on purpose because oh, what better time to make money with all those things than now? You know, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong, but you know, I mean, you do you do what you do, guys. You do what you do. You know, and um, we can't help the world. But we can help the families that are close to us. And if all of us help the families that are close to us, then it could get done. Yeah, and, one and, time. Yeah, you know, and it, it is what it is, man. And we take care of each other. This is what the body does. This is what the church does. Uh, and when you do it, don't take a selfie of yourself dropping this stuff off. Don't, you know what I mean? Just, just like, like Sharon said, just do it, you know, because it's the right thing to do. And please, you know... Um, I don't care what the government says. I'm just concerned about the people that are really being sick. This stuff is real, and it, it doesn't feel good, man. It doesn't feel good. If you go back a few months, if you just, if you haven't watched us, for if you've only watched us for a little while, go back to April, and she's in the hospital. I'm doing these videos, and, and I'm struggling just to talk because I can't breathe. This stuff is not fake. You know, I'm not saying about what the government says. I'm talking about just the sickness itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I just pray that we take we all take heed. Um, and like he says, it's we we don't watch the news or anything, and we don't keep up with any of that. Um, that we just go by by what we see um, with our loved ones and everything. And you know, guys, we just put one of our our dear brothers. Um, we just had his celebration of life and, and brother Ricardo passed away from COVID, you know, and, and, and that wasn't easy guys. Yeah. It wasn't easy. And, um, we just want to, we just want to see our brothers and sisters, um, you know, get well and yeah. be strong 
and everything and we just want to make sure that they have the the proper things that they need and if if we have enough to be able to go get a coffee and everything and i'm talking about we i'm saying me and my husband if we can go get a coffee um throughout the day and everything then you know we can we can go get a, a medicine or we can go get a, a vitamin or something and and take it to those that we love you know and stuff so i believe that if if, if we as a body yeah. and a community um can spare something then i think then then we can all come together and do that for the people that we love and i'm sure that we know of, of families that can use some type of help in in any manner any way whether it be diapers wipes or anything that we can do um during these times and stuff you know yeah so guys um I, I just pray that we take heed, but I know we have a, a scripture that we wanted to talk about, and I think it was inspired by the shirt that I was wearing today, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt, guys, that says, um, this is how I fight my battles. And I was just sitting there on, um, it's one of the shirts that we have um, that we make, and I was just sitting there at, during dinner time, and um, David was just looking at me, and I'm like, what, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, um, let's pull up that scripture. And I said, okay. So we started talking about it. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so I opened it up and we were talking and he says, let's talk about that today. I said, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think, was there anything else I wanted to say about the COVID situation? Um, oh, I did want to say this. Just a little thing I noticed is I know it's there's I have friends on my YouTube and Facebook that go completely extremes some of you you wear a mask still you never stop wearing your mask some refuse to ever wear one and I understand and I'm somewhere in the middle you know what I mean and um I even throughout this whole thing I've been somewhere in the middle if if, if, if a store required it I'm not going to make a big fuss and hey look at me I'm just going to throw the mask on regardless of what I believe you know um, and then when the mask thing loosened up, I think like the post office, because that's federal, required you to wear a mask, but like Walmart didn't. Anyways, we're, regardless of where you're at on the pendulum, you know, left or the right or the middle or whatever, I do want to say this to those of you that completely deny COVID. Please let me tell you that um, it's a weird thing because there have been people that have been so vocal on Facebook, on YouTube, that it's not real, this and this, whatever, and then they get it. And that's humble pie. Now, what I notice is all of a sudden they won't say they got COVID. They'll be like, oh, I need unspoken prayer. Or their friends will be like, unspoken prayer, so-and-so is sick. It's like they don't want to say because of all the stuff they said, how it was fake it's before. Pride. It's pride. It's pride. You know, unspoken prayer or so-and-so sick or so-and-so, please pray he's having trouble breathing. Can you just say he's got COVID? Like, seriously, like, let's, let's get over the pride so we can get this person the medication they need or the help they need or the vitamins they need or just the prayers. You know what I mean? And, and it's weird because one person that we sort of knew completely denied it. And two months later, he died. You know, and it's just, uh, just be careful with what you say, man, because here's the thing, right? 
is that we're here putting verses, talking about the things of, the, of God, talking about things of the word, talking about this and that. And then when we say something isn't real and then we get sick with it, how does that make everything else we say look? So you got to be really careful. Well, yeah. not, not just that, but at the same time, don't forget that the people that you're being an example for, you're accountable for them too. And you're leading by example. So if you can't even admit, if you can't even admit to those things, then you're leading by example. And if you still have people believing that you're correct in those things and people are going to, and if you can never admit those things, then you're leading those people into the same destruction that you that you're leading yourself into and that's that's a scary place to be because their blood is on your hands that accountability is on you and they're like well so and so you know said that you know they 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 don't wear a mask they don't this they don't believe in that and all this and they never got it but what if you did have it and you never said anything how would how would that make you feel because of pride you never said anything and they never knew that and they went out there without using wisdom and never believed it and they went out there and something happened to them you know that would be such a horrible place to 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 be and to be in the presence of God and and to be in that place where God would be like, I gave you my my son, my daughter, to look over and what did you do? Yeah. Man, come on, let's be accountable for the people that the Lord places in our in our hands, in our hearts, you know, let's be accountable. You know, let's not let pride um, let's not let pride be be the one that directs, you know, your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, be humble. You know, remain humble. It's okay, you know. There's only one perfect one, and that's Jesus Christ. We're not made to be perfect. So we can be wrong sometimes, and we got to admit to our wrongs sometimes, and it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Egg. Exactly, guys. All right, let's go to this verse. We are in Psalm 144, verse 1, maybe 2, I don't know, let's see. Okay. You guys ready? They're like, yeah, I've been ready 18 minutes ago. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Mm. Um, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, guys. Dang! (laughs) Psalm 144, 1, maybe 2, let's see what happens. It says, blessed be the Lord my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Yeah, verse 2. My loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. So one and two? Yeah. Okay, David reads out of the New King James. I'll be reading out of the message. Blessed be God, my mountain, who trains me to fight fair and well. He's the bedrock on which I stand, the castle in which I live, my rescuing knight, the high crag where I run for dear life, while he lays my enemies low. 
Yeah, so on the shirt that Sharon is wearing, it says, this is how I fight my battles. And it's a silhouette of a woman praying. Mm -hmm. Right? So obviously the shirt is basically saying in prayer, that's how I fight my battles. But the verse was derived out of this, where it says that, blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war. Um, King David wrote this song. King David was a warrior. He was a fighter. Matter of fact, the Bible says that he had mighty men under him that won many battles. And these mighty men that won a lot of battles, they submitted themselves to King David. So imagine what kind of warrior King David was. You know, and, and so it lets you kind of gives you a glimpse and a picture of the type of warrior King David himself was. What are you looking for? I want to know what crag means. I've never heard that word myself. I Sounds know. like a, like the movie uh, Thor or something. I'm know. like, what is crag? So now I'm curious. Oh, look at that. Oh, a rock. A steep or rugged cliff or rock face. Okay. Wow. We wow. 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 So, like I was saying, he trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. The high rock where I run for dear life. Yeah. So, what does that verse have to do with us today? Because you got to remember, at that time... In the Old Testament time, times were different, guys. And, and I know people will argue and fuss and, and try to use Old Testament now in a New Testament time and New Testament in the Old Testament time. And you know how I always like to put things practically? Mm -hmm. Okay. At one time, it was crucial that somebody change your diaper many times a day. <laughs> yeah. Is that still true? I hope not. That they changed their diapers back then, yes, it's true, but not now. Would apply then. Doesn't always apply now. Yep. At one point, um, it was crucial for you to be connected to your umbilical cord. Yes. Or you would die. Yes. Do you still walk around with the umbilical cord tied to your mom? No. That'd be weird. So at one time... That was very true. It, it was life and death. Yeah. Practical, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we could go on and on, guys. We could go on and on. All these things, all this stuff, you know, and if, and if that doesn't make sense, I don't know what will. If that applies, if there's things that apply before that apply now, we talked about this last week with the tadpole, with the butterfly. Yeah, that's, that was good. But it's kind of the same reoccurring theme is that somebody might say, well, is the Bible saying that we prepare ourselves, we learn to fight, we learn to battle, we pick up AR-15s and this and that? Is that what this verse is saying? Because it says, blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Could he be talking about my trigger finger? Like, what's he talking about? <laughs> um, or my little fist? Yeah. So I can punch fist. you? Ouch. So... In the context of this, King David was a warrior that literally went and fought men, armies, battles. Mm -hmm. People died. People got maimed. So how does that translate to us today? So why does your shirt say, this is how I fight my battles, and it shows a prayer, right? So 
obviously times are different now because we are in the time of grace. It's a spiritual warfare. It's a spiritual warfare, which is the next verse I want to get to, which most of you already know where I'm going, but if you go to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians. Chapter 6, verse 12. It says this, Ephesians 6, 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, remember hosts means armies, spiritual armies of wickedness in the heavenly places. Hmm. Twelve. What's well, all bunched in? Mm-hmm. I don't even know where it starts here. Let's see. Uh, this is not afternoon right here, right? Man, it mixed in what? Verse what? 10 through 12. Oh, so it's at the bottom then. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the Message Bible, not cool. Yeah, I, I'm going to say it's right here. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is four keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Eh, C minus. Sometimes... It doesn't make sense. Yeah, sometimes... Here's the thing. This is why you should never... There's a good time to talk about this little side note. (laughs) Never use a message Bible as your main study. Let it be supplemental. They amplified is good for... Yeah, yeah. supplemental. You know what supplemental means? You supplement. Like, it's just something on the side. You're not going to die without it. I think it gives you you a good um, layman term. Or an insight sometimes. But that was horrible right there. (laughs) You know, um, but for the most part, most 90% of the time, we like how it makes it easier mm-hmm. and more practical. But yeah, that, eh. Today I didn't help. Not so much. But anyways. I like it the way it says, and put them to you so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. Yeah. That sounds more like it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So check this out. So that means, in context of the Old Testament, that he prepares our hands for battle and our fingers for war, it still applies today. We're still warriors. We're still fighters. We don't fight against flesh and blood, though. We fight, we fight against principalities. What's a principality? Perfect example. We went to Oakland yesterday. Mm-hmm. A principality is an area. Do you know why it's called a principality? Because there's a prince, and that is his principality. So there's a prince over many cities. There's a prince over states. There's a prince over neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. There's a prince over nations. The prince over your neighborhood. Yeah. So we don't fight against flesh and blood. I'm not fighting my neighbor. I'm not fighting people. You are not. The people that are attacking you and saying things about you, that is not your enemy. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities, yeah. areas, in high places. You know, trip out on this, though, is the fact that um, what was I going to say? Really? Really? Wait, give you, me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. It's right of, there. In the middle of talking, guys. It's right there. Hold on. Yeah, we were in Oakland, right? Why do you think we were praying when we were praying? What did I say in that video? I said there's a spirit of oppression, mm-hmm. of poverty, mm-hmm. of violence and mm-hmm. drugs in the city. Mm-hmm. And we were praying against that. 
Huh? Yeah, and murder. So check this out. We don't fight against people, guys. And and there's a movie, um, Godfather 3. And um, Michael Corleone, Al Pacino's character. They're trying to figure out, because somebody did a hit on him and tried shooting him when he was um, in his cabin. And they shot through the windows. So he has a meeting with his leaders. And he says... Our true enemy has not yet shown his face. That's what he said, just like that. Our true enemy has not yet shown his face. The person you think is your enemy is not your enemy. In the spiritual realm, guys, you either serve God or by default you serve the enemy. So the people you think that are coming against you when you try to do something right, have you ever tried to do something right and all of a sudden people come after you? You know why? Because we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities. You got to look beyond that person. And this goes along with yesterday's devotional in this way. This is how I don't get offended and don't get all riled up if somebody says something about me. Because I know who the true enemy is behind them. Yeah. And as long as I know that, how can I get mad at the puppet being used? Mm. Can you imagine a ventriloquist coming? I used to see him like long time ago, Johnny Carson show, and I'm giving my age, but Johnny Carson, what's the other guy that took over with the big sharp chin, big head? Oh, John Lennon. John John Lennon. Uh, John, um... He's from Burbank. Um, yeah. You guys know who I'm talking about. Big old head and a sharp chin. Oh, my God. Little tiny mouth. Well, it doesn't really matter his yeah. name. You guys know. And if you don't know, now you know. You know, anyways, they would get a ventriloquist on the show, and the little dummy would start making fun of the host and be very disrespectful. Can you imagine... Uh, how how they would look if they would start arguing with the with the dummy? Yeah. Well, guess what? That's how dumb you look when you start arguing against other people because there's a true enemy behind it, and they're being manipulated and pulled. Wow. And, and that'd be crazy getting mad at a little dummy with strings, you know. And matter of fact, especially when they're little fat ventriloquists. I know. So it's like. It's actually sad. Yeah. See, here's the thing. When you see things as they truly are, I'm not going to be mad at the dummy. Matter of fact, I'm going to have compassion because if I could just get through to this little dummy, then maybe, just maybe, he'll allow the Lord to cut the strings. The true enemy has not yet shown his face. I like saying that. It's cool. It's so cool. And Al Pacino, you know, Al Pacino, everything he says is cool. Yeah. Your, your face is like half showing, babe. What's going on? I don't know. I was just looking at you. Babe, stop it. That's scary. Mm. That True enemy. Scary. Is not yet and then you're saying face. things like that? <laughs> That's even weirder. Weirder. Is that weirder or word? Weirder? I don't think so. It doesn't sound right. Weirder? You're more weird. 
Weirder. More weird. More weird. Weirder. Weirder word, you guys. Let me know in the comments. I don't know, but Johnny the Muppet, I I always tell him he's a weirdo. Weirdo's a word. I know, but if he ever grew a beard, he'd be a weirdo with a beardo. Weirder. Weird. Weirder. If I say that, I show my gap a lot. Mm. So, guys, mm. this is how I cannot get offended because I believe my Bible. And my Bible says I don't fight against flesh and blood. I fight against principalities. You know, and as long as you get that through your head and in your heart and let it become ingrained, then you will start to develop vision to see the true enemy. Pray for vision. Pray for discernment. If you're always getting offended and always getting mad and you have no thick skin and, 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 and all things like that, then that means you're way too alive because you got to die in order to have Christ live in you. It is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That's what the Bible says. I know that I say it a lot, but it seems like I got to say it a lot more. Guys, stop getting offended. Yeah. Understand your true enemy wants to destroy you. And this all comes also from from after after that whole fight thing, a lot of people were just saying a lot of crazy stuff, huh? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's it's so weird because I don't think people will ever some people not not a lot of people, guys, you know, because some people will never really understand that, you know, why, why we did go to the fight. You know, and and not, they'll never truly understand. Um, but I'm glad that we did, and yeah. I think you you say it. I'm glad you, I went too. Yeah, I'm glad that that we did, um, because through there there's been so many salvations and um, some beautiful people that have come to the Lord, mm -hmm. and, through, and 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 growing, that. and something there's things growing that 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 look very promising. Yeah, and I think like you know, and I think you've made it very clear that you know. And seeing here's the thing that that many people know people don't know actually is that you know um i think there was something going around something that saying that we had made a profit off of this we had nothing to do with any of that stuff you know there was nothing that we had to do with with any of that of anything i think that we were a blessing i think that we um donated you know the gloves yeah. our church our church actually donated the gloves to to the cause because we wanted to be a blessing you know we went there on our own dime um mm -hmm. to to go and we wanted to be a blessing and um we had nothing to do with anything else and um well, I, re I remember i was offered a room and i'm like no guys no you, yeah. you use it toward the fight because i knew there was a lot of um a lot of they had to rent the gym. They had to, there was a lot of costs. A lot of things that they had to and do. And I'm like, bro, don't even worry about me. You know what I mean? We're okay. You know, we'll, what I mean? we'll get our own. We 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 actually on the way there, we decided to see my mom and mm -hmm. stay with family and everything. And you know, we did get our own room that one night that we were there. And you know, we wanted to do we wanted to we wanted to plant that seed and and we got the gloves and we were just excited about that just to be able to do that. But we went to bless and, and do our prayer. And, and I think that, you know, God called us just to do one thing and that was it. You know, but when you have people that are like, oh, well, they made profit. You no, know, 
And you know what? And people are going to say whatever they want to say. People are going to make up their stories and everything. And, and you know, and, and that's okay. And, and people are always going to make up their own stories, you know, thinking that we're uh, a, not a legitimate church, that, you know, we're not under a covering. We're under one of the most amazing coverings, you know. And, and you know, that's one thing that David always told me, you know, when you have a YouTube channel. And, and it was funny because I would tell him, man, why are people so mean? Why are people so... And he's like, you know, when you put yourself out there and we have a YouTube channel and we, you know, do what we do, um, you know, you're always going to have people that hate and you're always going to have people because I never understood that, guys. I never understood that people can actually be that cruel and that mean to say negative things like that. But I see it now. I'm actually seeing it now. And mm. I'm just like, that's horrible. I'm, I'm, we're proud to be under an amazing covering um, and we're proud to be, you know, a, a church that has, you know, everything in order the way we're supposed to be. And we're blessed. You know, we're, we're really, really blessed. And, but you know what, people are going to be cruel. People are going to say mean things. And I'm happy that my husband has, you know, prepared me for this. Because I will tell you, if this would have happened 10 months ago, I don't think that I would have had the thick skin, you know, and he really has taught me to thicken up a little bit and to be a little bit tougher and stuff because, yeah, there can be some pretty tough people out there. It's funny because I saw this meme. I'm going to end it with this, <laughs> you know, because it's probably the only time we'll, we'll ever address it. And even then I didn't address it. Sharon did. Yeah. You know, because I don't. I don't I'm yeah, gonna, because he. I don't he, got nothing to say because he can say what you want. I'm a dead man. I have Christ in me. So whatever, you know. What are you what I mean? trying to say? I don't. Yes, no, I do. No, but I but... think that you're trying to you're trying to stand up for me, and that's beautiful. You're my wife. I'm not going to stand up for myself because I don't have to, you know. But I will say this: is there was an amazing meme that I saw where somebody says somebody went into a. Um, I'm probably going to mess up the meme, but I'm going to make it my own. They walked into a fruit stand, and they tasted an orange, and they said, "Man, these oranges are so good." And somebody else comes and says, I can't believe you hate these bananas so much. But it's an orange. Exactly. Because he only <laughs> commented on the oranges and didn't say nothing about the bananas, the avocados, or this or that. See how somebody will take something good. Yeah. Man, these oranges are good. And they're like, oh, so you hate bananas? I didn't say I hated bananas. I just ate an orange and it was good. You know what I mean? So in other words, no matter what. People are going to turn your words around. People are going to turn your life around. People are going to turn everything around. You know, you can go and feed one person and they're going to say, man, you're cruel. You didn't feed two people. And if you feed a thousand people, somebody's going to say, yeah, well, you know, you're doing that because you want everybody to know. You you know, if you were really about it, you would have fed 2,000 people. It, just, it doesn't end. You know, but, but see, that's the thing is that I live with you. I'm with you. So I know you. And... You know, it's like like the people at our church, our, our, our home church, it's like the people that see us daily here and that personally know you spend time with us and everything. It's like they know our hearts, you know, and it's sad that the people that really don't take the time to get to know us or don't know us. It's like you, you can't have the audacity to say anything because you really don't know us. You know, you have never taken the time to get to know us or anything. So it's like you don't have the place to say anything and why. And, and you know, that day is going to come. And I know that day is going to come where 
they're going to even take something from me and take it out of context and they're going to well, prob probably this video actually yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> sure i'm sure you know and and i know that that moment in that day will come you know or maybe even the interview that i did with cholo trucker anything they will take anything and they will bring hurt and pain and and do crazy things and i know that moment will come and you know like you said when we have christ in us it is it is what it is you know they're gonna try to destroy and hurt and all but you know i, I i've learned i've learned finally that nothing can hurt us you know, because when we're so hidden in Christ, when we're so hidden in Christ, that all you can do is just pray for those people because you can't touch God's anointed. Yeah. You know? You, you know, can't. When, when Christianity becomes illegal, I know some people have these great thoughts of, man, I'm going to be beheaded for Jesus. I'm beheaded because of this. I'm going to be in prison for Jesus. No. You're not going to be put, put in prison for that. They're going to make lies about you. They're going to say horrible things about you. They're going to accuse you of things that aren't true. And that's why you're going to be in prison. And that's why you're going to be beheaded. It's not going to be this romanticized, um, I'm a martyr for Jesus. No, everybody's going everybody's to hate you. Yeah. And it's going to be for something that's not true. Think about that. So if you think you're going to have this big old romantic moment like the end of Braveheart, you know, <laughs> when he yells freedom, no, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're going to be hated, not because you're a Christian, but because you're labeled a liar, you're labeled this, you're labeled hateful, you're labeled all, everything but Christianity. So, man, if you can't run now, then if you got to walk, how are you going to run with the horses? I always say that, and I say it again. You better get, grow a thick skin. Yeah. You know, you either grow thick skin or go find a cave and live in it and just hide and wait for Jesus to come back. But here's the thing. You have a great commission. You have a job to do. You have a calling to do. And you just got to do it regardless of what comes against you. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. We got to reach people for Jesus. He who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. We got to continue forward, guys. Yeah. We and can't it, be scared, guys. Yeah. We can't. Women. You know, you gotta you gotta stand by your man of God and you just gotta we can't be scared. We can't be scared for our families. You know, we're we're the women, we're the rock, you know, to stand with our rock. We have to. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to. We can't we can't be scared. You know, um man, you know, God has made us, you know, those those solid women and uh we gotta be the example for the for the young women in our family. You know it's crazy because today I was talking to um, I was talking to my daughter and um, believe it or not I was actually really proud of her. I was really proud of her her strong stance and the strong young woman that she is um, because I'll tell you that I man when I was a, a young woman like her you know I wish I I would have been as strong as as strong as she was that she is now you know and and it might have taken me a little bit a little a little while longer but. I praise God that she's a strong woman. So we got to be those strong women in our family and teach our our young ladies to be strong. We really do, mm -hmm. and to be that strong woman behind the the strong man. So, guys, we'll leave you guys with that. We got an early morning to wake up, and we yeah, gotta... we're taking our tripod. Yes. Obviously, I'm taking my phone, so I'm taking one of these lights. So we will do a devotional. Uh, you will have a you will have a devotional tomorrow to just be out of our hotel room. 
And um, we are going to have Bible study. Real quick, if you come to the Bible study at the church on Wednesday, um, we're canceling this one in person, but we're still going to have Bible study online. Yes. So the hotel room, again, I'm, all I need is my phone. All I need is my phone and my laptop, and I can live stream to Facebook and YouTube at the same time. So Bible study on Wednesday will be online, but will not be at the church. So I got to text everybody that I know is coming, but I'm just throwing it out there. Are we still on Second uh, Timothy? Yeah. Or are we done? Yeah. yeah. We're on Second Timothy, guys. Yeah. So um, are we going to be finishing it up already? Or no. Are we, not yet. Okay. So guys, we're still on Second Timothy, and um, okay, you know, be ready. All right, guys. Bye, guys. We love you, guys. Bye.